Welcome to the escape room. Enjoy the game. Time to play the game. Time to play the game! <laughs> Welcome to the Escape Room Podcast. Down. I'm Bill. That is Bill. And this is episode 10. 10. 10. And that means our interview that we're going to play at the end of this podcast just uploaded. He's ready. Uh, so Double digits, baby. Yeah. All our podcasts now in double digits. We appreciate everybody hanging in there. I know it's been uh, it's been a while since we've, we've done a show. It's been a minute. Uh, we want to thank everyone for hanging in there with us. Yeah. But we're back. We ain't going nowhere. Back and uh, actually, before we even get things going, we got a little announcement to make here. We are. We have a uh, a new a new series that we are starting. It's the DIU Escape Crew Redemption Tour. Yeah. We are gonna go back and we are gonna play and win all of the games that we could not win in the past. Gonna try to win. You gotta be confident. No, you're just cocky. It is cocky. <laughs> but as long as it's not cocky, if you can do it, you can back it up. True. Very true. So we're gonna try to back it up. <laughs> I'm gonna try to back it up. You think we're gonna back it up? I think we're gonna okay. do it and back it up. We're gonna do it up. Yeah. It's all under the new the umbrella of the new DIU Podcast Network. <laughs> Taking over the world of entertainment. One podcast at a time. Yeah. Uh, this one, we're going to talk about a little impromptu mass trip. Yeah, this really was an impromptu mass trip. Um, a lot of fun, though. Yeah. The last time we were in Massachusetts, oh, we did the Escape, uh, Escape the Pike podcast, right? Yep. And we uh, were talking with them and everything else, and... Uh, we got to watch a couple games with them. That was a lot of yep. fun. So that was the last podcast we did. Then we, you know, COVID hit. Damn. This, COVID. that, the other thing. Um, we ended up hitting up. Uh, they hit us up, and because uh, the new uh, DIU Escape Room Props Company or Phil Legs DIU Puzzle Works, yeah. uh, we created a prop. And they contacted us, and they uh, they bought it from us. Yep. It was uh, second prop made by DIU Puzzle Works or Escape Room Props, and uh, we have a third one, pretty much almost finished, and a fourth one still in the works. Uh, which we got the idea from this trip. Yep. So that's why we that's why I'm mentioning it now. Uh, so. Everybody out there, escape room owners, uh, game masters, whoever, uh, friends of friends of the owners and game masters, uh, DIU, we do build props. Or uh, anyone that just wants a cool prop for their house. Yeah, you want a cool prop for your house. We've still got a nice desk for a lobby. Um, my vision for the desk is is more uh, give a donation and it goes to some kind of a charity. Yep. Uh, if you beat it, you beat it. You got 15 minutes to beat the desk. To open the desk. Yep. So uh, we have I another beat one. it. Yeah, you've beaten it. Oh, well, there's only been about five people who's played it. 
Um, it's sitting in the storage root unit right now, but uh, uh, everybody's beating it. So it's not very hard. It, it wasn't cool. meant to be, but it's cool. Right. It's a great lobby piece, I'll be honest with you. Uh, not so much for an escape room itself, but... It would waste too much time yes. in an escape room. Right. It's like putting one of them multi-clips on, on one briefcase that has got 10 locks on it. Yep. <laughs> so, but it's a cool little 15-minute game. Keeps your guests entertained while you're cleaning the room. Yep. Whatever you got to do. Um, so, but we took a trip. And uh, we want to thank Escape the Pike because if it wasn't for Escape the Pike, we wouldn't have taken this trip. Yep. And so we ended up in Sturbridge to, to drop the prop off, grab something to eat. And uh, I get a text from my boss saying, well, you don't have to work tomorrow. And you're already off the next day. Yeah. So we're like, you know, while we're here. We might as well try to get a room in. How the best trips happen. And you're like, oh, but I got so much to do at home. And blah, blah, blah. it's like, uh, hang on. Yep, Bex is going to watch the dog. <laughs> <laughs> so we ended up in Boston again. And uh, we did a really, really cool room. A South Park room. And An I'm official sponsored yeah south park room not just like hey we like south park let's make a room but the official uh room yeah it's uh the place is called escape the room escape the room uh it's cartman's escape room and that's open in select cities in massachusetts is one of boston's one of them uh this room was fun fun it was so immersive in the South Park realm that you don't even need to, you don't even need to watch the South Park and under, know what's going on in South Park to love this room. It does help though. It does. I there's mean, there's a lot of little things in it right. that if you're you, if you grew up on the program like we did, and you know you'll see little things here and there that you'll be like, oh yeah that's that from that episode or that's you know whatever. But even without that, if there wasn't a um, uh, TV series behind it. It was a fun room. Oh, it was an extraordinary room. One of the best rooms I've, we've done uh, immersive-wise and puzzle-wise that was actually, like you said, it was uh, sanctioned and everything by Comedy Central yeah. and helped designed by Comedy Central Yep, and whatnot. And these trademarked rooms, you know, some could be hit or miss. Yep, and we we did one that was I think kind of a miss. Um, I can't remember which one it was. Oh, maybe it wasn't even a trademark room. I don't think it was a different room. Anyway, uh, but like we did a Scooby Doo room, which was really good. Yeah, that was also a trademark. And room. that was a trademark room. Uh, and you're gonna probably see this more and more now that you're gonna see these with uh, the popularity with the of popularity. escape rooms. Coming into their own. Just wait. I, I'm waiting for a Simpsons room to come out. Oh, without or a doubt. Family Guy room to come yeah. out. Um, without a doubt. So, but this room was done very, very well. Even the Game Master sounded like one of the characters. Oh, definitely. Uh, it was, they stayed in character. Uh, their clue delivery system was okay. It was a little time consuming, but it was it was cool. Fit the room. It did fit the room. And it was a neat thing to watch, but... It was a little time-consuming having it run through its spiel. Right. 
again, I, I found, I don't know, a lot of it was great. Uh, some things I would change, like uh, you need a black light. Yep. And the way to look at it, it's a pain in the ass to see it. Yep. Um, it's the little, little things to change. Whether or not it was a phenomenal room. Gameplay to me seemed a little bit on the slower side in this room. Um, we got through it uh, in the amount of time we were supposed to get through it. But it seemed like we were in there for a while. Yeah. Especially the, the very first room. Yeah. yeah. Um, but other than that, I mean, all the, the wow factors, the anything having to do with South Park was spot on. Yep. Done very, very well. Uh, wow factors were really cool. There was quite a there was a couple quite a few. There's one good one, yes. one really good one, and then uh, just all in all, the whole storyline, the whole thing was was great. And it is only for 18 and over. Yeah, because it is vulgar. It is. Yeah, there is language in it and everything else. Uh, so just to let you guys know that. But all in all, very highly suggest this room. Check out Escape the Room. Cartman's escape room. They are the only people who have this room. That's not yeah. just Boston, but their their company in general. Yeah, it's the only people who have the Cartman escape room. Yes, just like Trapology is the only one who has Scooby-Doo, which was a great room. Was a great room too, and uh, we'll talk about that probably on a future episode. Um, because we're gonna try to stick to our mass little mass trip thing here. Yeah. Uh, we did a second room there. It was uh, the apartment. I want to say it was the apartment. Let's see if I can find it. Yes. It was the apartment. And this one surprised the hell out of me. This 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 apartment, this game, this room, uh, when you walked into it, it just, you know, some rooms you walk in and the wow factor is, oh my god, this is a badass freaking room. Other rooms you walk into and you're like, all right, when is this going to be over? Right. And that's what this looks like, to be honest with you. And I, it was one of the very few rooms that, uh, one of the very few rooms that we, uh, Loved. We're pleasantly surprised by the outcome of the room. Yeah. Or the game flow of the room. Yeah. Um, all the ga- all the games in it, everything, all the props in it were unbelievable. And uh, we just got a little message pops up there. Yeah, they're closed due to COVID right now. Goddamn COVID. That's Boston. They're taking every. They take it very, very seriously. seriously. Not that you shouldn't take it seriously, but they, they they're very that was one of the stricter places. Yes. You got you got yelled seen. at. If you if your mask fell off and you didn't pay attention, they they really yeah, let you have it. They, Not that they let you have it, but they were on top of you making sure your mask was oh, on. Yeah. Uh which is cool. Yeah. A little annoying for people especially when you're everybody knows wearing a mask and you're walking around doing things, it's gonna fall, this that the other thing. And it could get annoying to keep it on, yeah. but you know, for all safety reasons, keep it on. Yeah. But keeping you safe, keeping other people safe. Yes. But this room, the apartment, was just like like you said. Walked in and went, eh. Especially after doing the Cartman room. Yeah. Like, eh. But then Gameflow just did it. 
This is this is the kind of room that it was awesome. Like if you're into like cars and things like that, they'll call it like a sleeper. You know, it's a car that pulls up and it looks like there's nothing special about this, and then it just blows the doors off of everything around it. You know, it really did, and it's got my f- not for nothing simple prop, but it was probably my it's probably my favorite prop ever. It, yeah, it was my favorite puzzle ever and prop together, which inspired me. To think of the this newest prop that I'm working on. Yep. Uh, that I've never seen anywhere, and I think would fit beautifully in a basement setting or an apartment setting. I agree. Uh, so, you know, when 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 we post this this prop, it's gonna be it's gonna be different. I've never seen it seen anybody even use use what I'm putting together. No, to do it. Never even heard of it. Uh, so, but this is what inspired it. Now, the, the, the other thing was, besides the innovative use of props, or what they turned into props, the innovative use of what those props opened, or what those props controlled, or whatever. You're used to, you know, you see a telephone, and you do whatever you have to do to it, and, you know, this is something where, all the props in the room would open up something on the other side of the room. Yeah. You know? And you had no idea what, what was going on. And the more you got into the room, the more you got into this game. And it was you just, did. you know, unbelievable. And for a game that when you looked at it, you were not at impressed. first you were like, yeah, you know, whatever. Let's just blow through this and get out of here. You know, there were we almost parts didn't where, blow through it. There were parts where you were stumped. There were parts where you were amazed. There were parts that, uh, you know, you looked at it and, you know, you just wanted to figure out how they did it rather than keep playing the game. And uh, it's it was a cool thing. It was really done very, very well. Immersive-wise? You felt like you were in a studio apartment. Yeah. Really? It yeah. had a kitchen? Had a living room? Yeah. You were in a studio apartment? Yeah. They even said when you walked in, yep, this door goes to our air conditioning, but it's not in play. Okay. There would be a room to an air conditioning or to a uh, heated or furnace yeah. or whatever in an apartment. Yeah. Right? So it was great. I Honestly, I, I and we were really wanted to do Clock Tower, which was their third room. And But it was late at night, and yep. we tried to grease the wheels a little bit. And it wasn't happening. The girl that was working there... I don't. I don't want to get anyone in trouble, but I think she, she was, was down. She was ready. It. She was ready. You know, we were vibing pretty good. I think she was going to go for it. Uh, the guy that was working there had wanted nothing to do with it. Buddy, I understand working all day. You want to get <laughs> home, but you know, we came up from Connecticut, and you know, we were we we're all having a good time. We it's just all good. To play a little bit longer. It's all good. It's we'll all make good. it out. To, we'll make it back out to Boston again anyway. We've got a couple of places out there to still play. Once this virus so, is gone, we're going to hit hit it pretty hard up yeah. that So. That was, uh, yeah, Escape the Room. Uh, again, check it out, man. Really highly recommend both the rooms we just did. Hey, everybody. It's Dom. This is Phil. That is Phil. Yeah. We are the DIU Escape Crew. We want to thank everybody for staying with us. We've been gone for a minute. We're back. We're back. And Phil has got a little announcement to make. We are starting a brand new series. It's called The Redemption Tour. And we're going to try to prove that we can beat all the games that we couldn't beat last time. 
and that's going to be another DIU Escape Room podcast series. Check us out. Taking over the world. Yeah. One podcast at a time. One at a time, baby. Hey everybody, this is Dom with the DIU Escape Crew Podcast. Letting you know you can grab all your DIU swag. Check out tpublic.com slash user slash DIU. That's T-E-E-Public.com slash user slash DIU. Grab all your stuff you need from the DIU Escape Crew, the DIU Escape Room Reviews, and also Oldie but Goodie. DIU TV. Check it out again at tpublic.com slash user slash DIU. And uh, we'll move on to the next day. We booked this at what, like 1.30 in the morning. We were just up. Yeah. We were looking for somewhere to eat when we were done because we didn't get out of there until almost midnight, right? Yeah. 11, 11.30, it was somewhere late. around there. By the time we got out of there, and we looking for something to eat. Got back to the room and got a place to eat and... Whatever. Well, we were wired. We were up because we just won two rooms. We were, adrenaline was going. That's why we wanted the third room. I don't even remember where we ate that night. Uh, I think we just grabbed stuff from CVS, and that was it. Quite possible. You had your Ritz bits. I think I, I had. Love Ritz bits. <laughs> I forgot what I had. Uh, a couple pastries or something. Stale pastries. Uh, anyway, we booked uh, Breakout Escape. Uh, Breakout is a cool place it really is and they're they're the game master there who's also general manager of the place told us that they are next to escape is uh escapology they are the biggest chain in the u.s i can see that i can see why um and their main competitor is escapology you know these uh corporate places uh, either do it really, really well, or they don't do it well at all. Um, there's really not a lot of middle ground in there. Um, and in my mind, this place found a unique way to do it. The games weren't big, as in square footage-wise, but they were done very. They very were well. done very well. They were immersive-wise. They were unbelievable. They were yeah. through the roof. 100% all the way. Uh, gameplay was really good in it. Uh, cleanliness, the place was clean. It was, you know, the workers were extremely friendly. Uh, the game masters were excellent. excellent. And um, and we had a game master in training. I think yeah. We did. For yep. um, Runaway Train. Yep. Uh, we did three rooms there. Uh, we did Undercover Alley, Runaway Train. And uh, the kidnapping. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about those rooms a little bit. Probably in our. This is where our interview is. And uh, but we'll talk about the rooms just for a little bit. Undercover Alley. The game master told us that the owners of of Escape Room uh, Breakout bought a place in Florida. Bought an escape room company in Florida, and they had the Undercover Alley in there, and he had to bring it up to this one. Oh, okay. Uh, you may have been indisposed at the moment when he was talking about it. But, yeah, that's where Undercover Alley came from. So right now, 
they're only in this one right now is I think in Florida and in Massachusetts. Nice. Uh, and I really enjoyed this one. I did. It was it was a good game. It was my least favorite of the three, but they were all good games. They were. Not saying that that makes it a bad game. I'm saying I like the other two games better. Um, I'm not gonna go too much detail because we do talk about it in the uh, in the interview that we did with the game master here. Uh, second room was we did Runaway Train next. Uh, we did the Runaway Train next, and then we did Kidnap Last. Yes. Okay. And the Runaway Train was built by or designed by uh, a Disney Imagineer. Yes. And there were touches of that old school 1920s feel everywhere. There was touches of the um, the I guess, well, well, I guess one blank there. There's touches of Disney all over the place. Yeah, the, yeah, uh, yeah. No, this room, this was by far probably my favorite train room that we've done. Yeah, that we've done a lot, but yeah, we've, there done, was we've done enough. To, a lot of a lot of really cool props in the room. Uh, the way the windows worked, the way the the immersion was, was just it was roof. unbelievable. Immersion was through the roof. Even even the little details of the bar area and uh, things like that was was great. And then we moved on to kidnapping, which I thought was a phenomenal room. I liked it. It was different the way that this room was set up. Now, spoiler alert. We work. Uh, you are handcuffed. You are handcuffed, and they usually blindfold you, also. But now they can't. Now they can't because of COVID. But I have a thing for handcuffed rooms. I like them. I do too. Uh, and they did it in a neat way, and it 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 worked out where you were handcuffed, but you weren't at the same time, and it. Worked out really well. And I think that was more by accident than it was anything else. Yeah. Because you did have to do what I was doing. Yeah. To work together. Yeah. Uh, but aside from that. Uh, phenomenal room. Done very, very well. I enjoyed this room. Um, I think I like... Immersion-wise, I think... Alley was the best immersion-wise. Then went train, then went this for immersion. Only because, Alley, you really felt like you were in the back of an alley. Yeah, they had okay. everything they had there everything. that you could think of. Right. And uh, the train, yes, you felt like you were in the in the in one of the cars of the train. Yeah. Yes, you got into the the conductor's booth, but um, it just felt more real in alley for me than than that. And then kidnapped, yes, you felt like you were in a basement. Yeah, definitely. But, right, and all the everything in there was great. Um, Especially where they put the handcuff key, and we both. <laughs> I think we were getting burnt out by then. Yeah, we just got off of doing two games. And, yeah. and uh, so, all in all, this was good. Uh, we do have an interview with the, with the manager from uh, Breakout. Who was a cool guy and... Really good guy. You know, he's the one that answered our emails, and he was the one that he got the confirmation at 1 in the morning. And uh, we were joking around about that with him, and he was uh, he was, he was a, a pretty a pretty nice guy. Yeah. And uh, when we approached him about doing the interview, he was all for it. Oh yeah, he was down for it. He was down for it. Uh, so 
without further ado, here is the interview with the manager from Breakout SCs in Wabern, Mass. Yeah. Hey, everybody. It's Dom. This is Phil. That is Phil. Yeah. We are the DIU Escape Crew. We want to thank everybody for staying with us. We've been gone for a minute. We're back. We're back. And Phil has got a little announcement to make. We are starting a brand new series. It's called the Redemption Tour. And we're going to try to prove that we can beat all the games that we couldn't beat last time. And that's going to be another DIU Escape Crew podcast series. Check us out. Taking over the world. Yeah. One podcast at a time. One at a time, baby. We're here at Breakout Escapes Boston with manager. Yep, manager Ben Becker. Ben Becker. And um, we're just going to ask you a few questions. We kind of already talked about it right before we hit record here, but um, usually it's the owner we're talking to. This is yeah. the first manager. So what made you want to get into managing escape rooms, the escape room in general? Well, I started off with Breakout Games about three years ago as a game master uh, at our Marlboro location. Uh, and I was there for about nine months before the position opened up at the Woburn location. Uh, and my boss said to me that he'd recommend me and that I should apply. I really just, I love the company. They definitely instill a lot of uh, good values in their employees and they have definitely treated me right as a manager. Um, and I really love the value that we bring to guests. Uh, the hospitality aspect, making sure that every guest that walks through the door is happy with the experience and everyone has fun. And I think that's the core of the industry. Nice. Uh, what do you consider is the difference between a good escape room and a great escape room? I think a good escape the room gives everything that should be given up. Good puzzles, uh, nice challenge, and just a good experience, a fun experience. A great escape the room tries to go above and beyond that. Uh, really just really provides rooms that have been tested a lot and are fine-tuned. Uh, and if there are issues, just roll with the punches and try and make sure that the guest emerges with a smile on their face. And if there are issues, deal with it quickly. Now, we did three rooms today. We did um, the alley, the alley. Uh, runaway train, and kidnapped. Now, out of the three games we did, each room was very, very immersive. And that's one of our big things is that, you know, you, you got to feel like you're immersed in, in the game that you're doing. Um, is that a type priority with this company, do you think? Yes, we have a design team down south out of Kentucky where we're based. Uh, and they spend their entire time figuring out, A, not only puzzles, but how they relate to the rooms. We don't want to just put a puzzle in the room that has nothing to do with it. Uh, we want to make sure the theme stays constant uh, and that the guests are in the room for 60 minutes and they don't think about the outside world at all. They think about, oh, we've just been kidnapped. We have to break out. Um, we try our best to not break it by having our game masters interfere too much in the rooms uh, to make it seem like it's purely immersive. Uh, and when that does happen, we try and make sure it's quick and stays on flow. Nice. With everything that's been going on in the world with the virus and everything, 
and obviously, you know, things have slowed down for everyone across the board. Um, you know, virtual rooms have come up and people are starting to come back and everything else. Where do you think the future is in escape rooms? Is it the VR? Is it is it people are just kind of coming back to the physical rooms? Is it something different that's coming up on the horizon? What do you think is uh, coming around the corner? I'm an old soul. I like the the classic. You go into a room, you interact with it. I think that's why people really love doing escape rooms. If people wanted to stay home and play video games, they could, and plenty do. But a lot of families, a lot of companies really like to come in and interact. Uh, that being said, the virtual rooms have been doing very well. Uh, and I think it's the best of the worst situation we could have. Uh, but in the end, I think... I think the tried and true physical locations, physical rooms, uh, will always be here. Nice. All right. So you said you started out as a game master. What is one of the funniest things you've ever seen in a room other people do while being a game master? That's such a tough <laughs> question right there. Wow. Asking the hard balls. Uh, there are just some times when you have no idea what to expect from a guest. You have no idea what they might think of. Uh, and I think one of my favorite times and one of the best times was in one of the rooms you just did, Runaway Train, uh, there's a puzzle with some tickets. Uh, we have the way that you solve it. Mm -hmm. A guest just came up with their own way of solving it. It worked. It was a lot more complicated than what we have. Uh, but I was just astounded by it. And I had them show me it at the end of the game. They had to explain it to me twice just because I couldn't wrap my brain around it. <laughs> and it was just amazing. Uh, I think another time we had a guest come in who, uh, amazing young man. He, uh, he did our room. He was an aficionado. I think he's done 135 escape rooms. And just watching him work, watching him interact with the rooms was... It was a great experience, just to say the least. All right. So now, before COVID hit, um, and now you guys are all private booking, were you open booking beforehand? Or were you always private booking? We were, I believe, one of the first companies to switch purely to private bookings. Uh, we made the switch, I think, about two years ago or a year and a half ago. Uh, and we did it because we got a lot of feedback from our guests saying that as whereas they sometimes like the groups they interacted with, they would much rather just be with their friends or family. Uh, so we decided, hey, we have to find a way to make that feasible and work with it, and we did. And I don't think we've ever looked back since. Do you find that you're getting more bookings that it's private? I mean, I mean let's go pre-COVID, that you're getting more bookings that it's private than if it was open? Definitely, we got a lot of uh, feedback from guests that were happy to find out that we were private. Uh, and we started getting the question whenever guests would call, are you guys offering private escape rooms or do we have to pay extra? And we could say, nope, it's purely private, just you and whoever you bring. Right, Cause that's the way me and Phil actually prefer, we see when it was open booking, cause everywhere is private now, but uh, when you saw that it was open booking and you saw, okay, this room could hold 10, there's already six. Okay, when's the next time that we can get in there yeah. and hope for the best that we were. We were a private room. I mean, we only got thrown in a couple times, but uh, most of the time it was a decent experience. 
a couple times, right? Yeah. But once you have a team together, it's kind of like, all right, we know how to work together. So you kind of want to stay private, especially when you become an enthusiast. Uh, I guess we would be considered an enthusiast. <laughs> but uh, I'm nodding my head like people can see me. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm usually that too. I'm, you know, it's the guinea in me. I'm freaking talking with my hands here. Um, so I have no idea where I'm going with that now. Good thing I got edit that out too. Yeah. Um, how many rooms have you done personally? Oof, another hard question. Searching my memory now. Give or take. Uh, Over 100? Under 100? Honestly, not that many now that I work in an escape room. Uh, unfortunately, working in the industry makes it a lot tougher because when I'm working is when is the best time to go to other escape everybody, rooms. Everybody else is open. Uh, fortunately, before COVID, we could do trades with other companies. Uh, they'd come try our rooms and we'd go do theirs and it was great. I've probably done 20 to 30 escape rooms, not too many in terms of aficionados uh, because mostly the other ones in the area, my friends, my core group of people that I go with, do them without me because I'm always working. <laughs> it sounds like the other part of our team. Yep. <laughs> we have two staple, two other staple members that they don't take the road trips with us too often and uh, so they, they miss out on a lot. Um, I don't know. What else you got? Anything? Um, that's all I got. What else do you got? Anything else you want to add? Uh, just thank you guys for coming in today. Uh, and everyone who listens to us, thank you guys for uh, being a patron of the escape rooms. It's a tough time for us, uh, especially with COVID. Uh, and we are entering our slower period historically. Uh, so if you're listening to this, just Keep going to escape the rooms. If you like local escape the rooms, check out Breakout Games in Woburn or in Marlboro, and also some of the other local ones like Key to Escape in Nashua or Trapology in Boston. Nice. All righty. Um, oh, I have one more question. Now, you guys are a chain now, right? Um, all your rooms, now we did three. If we were to go somewhere else, are they pretty much the same exact game? They are pretty much the same game. There can be little changes based on game masters, their preferences, uh, but for the most part, uh, you... It's pretty much the same game. It play will be the same. Okay. Uh, down in Kentucky, our museum heist is actually called the Derby Heist because Derby's Derby. big. Our Marlboro uh, Museum Heist is a little bit different than ours because the fire department wouldn't let them have something. Uh, but for the most part, once you go to one breakout, uh, and did that room there? It would be. If the you same. go to a different one, do a different room. That's why Pretty I plan much. on going to different breakouts and pretending like I don't work for the company and seeming oh, really, really go. smart. There you go. All right. Well, like I said, take about 10, 10 or fifteen minutes of your time, and uh, thank you for being our guest here on the DIU Escape Room Crew Podcast. Um, check us out on all sorts of podcast media: Google, Apple. Uh, we're on Pandora now. Spotify. We're on Spotify. We're on iHeartRadio. We're on Amazon. I mean, you name it. We're I think we're on it now. Um, check out our store. Um, the link will be in the description because I can't remember exactly what their store is. And you can get your T-shirts and all that stuff. Um, you got any questions for us? Send an email to diu escape room review singular at gmail.com because I haven't done a diu escape crew email yet. Uh, check us out on Facebook and pass and share this along, man. 
Uh, thank you, Ben, for being on again. And uh, that's about it. That's it. Listen, I'm Don. I'm Phil. That is Phil. And you'll hear from us when you hear from us. Peace out.